Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Been off for a couple days. I took a couple days to breathe. I think I'm only going to do this, if I'm going to do it day by day, I'll do five days and take my two days rest. So, we're back on it again. Uh, by the time I post this, it is going to be Friday. December 4th of 2020, the most dreaded year of all. And as we know, things in the election process still have not been finished. It is still going. And I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. But we're holding hopes that when it does end, things are made right. And the American people are not cheated from a fair election. But we're not going to focus on that today. <clears throat> we're going to focus on something that I touched on once before. And we're going to delve a little bit deeper now. So, rather than look into just one, we're going to look into several examples of how different dictatorships came into power. Now before we get a dive too deep into this, I want to say that same thing that I say every time to every one of you that are listening. Do not take everything that I say for granted. Do not take it that I am doing all the research for you. I am doing part of the research for you. You need to do the rest. I am not going to give names today on who this is. I'm going to give you four examples of regimes, dictatorships that have come into power and what awful things they have done. And I want you to do your research and find out who it is I'm talking about. I'm actually going to do five examples. But the fifth example isn't going to be a specific name, mainly because we don't have the name yet. We don't know who exactly it is that is doing it. But we see the pattern repeating itself, and we know, those of us who have studied this, we know we see the pattern again, and it's happening again. So with that being said, grab a pen and a piece of paper, take a, little, a few notes, write some things down, go check it out for yourself. And check in with me tomorrow on my next episode, and I'll see if you're right. I'll tell you who was who, and then we'll dive deeper into it. And hang on after the end of this. We have some more news for you that is going to impact quite a few of us if not everyone. So, here we go. 
The first person on our list, he was a um, very smart individual. That's that's one thing that each one of these people has in common. They're not stupid. They're very intelligent. And the way they go about doing these things is is pretty smart. I mean, they've definitely done their homework on it and to make things easier for them to take power. But anyway, let's not get off track too far. We're going to look at this, and there's a couple of things that each person does that is exactly mirrored in each one, and each one of them do the same thing. And I want you to really pay attention to it because it really starts to all come together at the end. So, like I said, this is the first person on our list here. Um, he was a military individual. Um, not so sure if he served as much as he just had a part to play with the militant wing of this society. Um, it was a social democratic Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Democratic socialism? Yep. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Anyhow, uh, social democratic system that they had, and this individual had help from a few people that gave him money while he was rising through the ranks, so to speak. And he wasn't getting enough, so this individual decided he was going to resort to other means, including, but not limited to, uh, robbery of delivery trucks, banks, counterfeiting currency, uh, protection racketeering, kidnapping, and extortion. Now, while committing all these crimes, he got away with it for quite a while, and, uh, they racked up uh, 250000 of the local currency from a bank robbery. They got away with it for a while, but they were eventually caught and imprisoned. Um, and he did escape from prison by, of all things, dressing up and disguising himself as a woman. That's how he got out of prison. Um, then he served as a member of a committee, um, which someone appointed him to serving in, and then he wrote articles about a party's agenda and the essence of having a Marxist doctrine. There's a word that you should write down, Marxism. Remember that. Um, many of them were published. You can buy them today, as a matter of fact. You can still buy them don't know where you would buy them at, but you can buy them. 
Um, uh, you, you're going to have to deal with the sound dropping in and out a little bit because I have to keep pausing it because I'm reading it as I go. Just to make sure that I get the information correct. Now, this individual, during his lifetime, was sent to prison a total of seven times and apparently the way he escaped every time was the same which makes people question who was helping him somebody had to be helping him right because they no way he could have done all of that on his own so then we fast forward a little bit, and I'm not going to give you much information because then it's going to give away who's who. So I'm just going to say that in a certain year, the empire of this area was forced to step down due to multiple protests. And this individual and another one that he had worked with saw this as an opportunity to seize power. So in order to seize power, they organized protests demanding resignation of government officials. This individual and two others uh, amassed a sizable a sizable group of individuals to seize power of the government and in October of that year they successfully conducted a coup and forced the government to resign. Afterwards these three individuals plus one more took control and one took power and two were higher than the other one and they moved through their country and laid the foundation for one of the biggest governments that we know that no kind of no longer exists today but parts of it still remain that's a big clue for any of you who are following along with this. That's, that's a huge clue. And after taking control, this individual that we are talking about today supported certain people that did quite a few heinous crimes and horrible things in, in the area, and they became known as a certain, a certain group. And like I said, I'm not going to give you any of this. You need to do your homework. Do your research and figure this one out. This one's going to be a self-help version. I'm not going to put too much out for you. So, the person who took control and was head of this country at the time, uh, their, heart, uh, their health started to go downhill. And this individual that we're talking about decided that he would place himself as the favorable person to become the next one in power. 
by doing this, he pretty much anybody that he thought could be a threat to him seizing power, he had a plan to take care of them in one way or another. He also uh, cooked up plans to get rid of rivals and um, get them out. He successfully outpowered the other individuals that were with them when these four individuals took power the last time and forced his way to be the main person in control of this entity. He then took the opportunity to eliminate anyone who opposed him one by one by either taking them out of the country or having them killed. And it didn't stop there. His next steps were to remove weapons so that the general public had no way to defend themselves. He also took food from farmers. He had some high-ranking official had gotten murdered and he declared that the person who murdered him and all of his followers were now basically enemies of the state. He also started civil wars to make his rise to power easier by dividing the nation one against the other and came into power to control basically everything and had many 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 people murdered and put to death if they did not agree with his policies or said anything against how he ran his country and now we have what we have, or then we had for at least a while a leader of a country that just was, for lack of a better word, just, just a very evil dictatorship. Very evil. And without me being able to go into too much detail, I cannot tell you much more than that. That's pretty much where I'm going to have to stop with this individual. But with the information that I've given you, you can do your research and find out who I'm actually talking about and then see the details of this. And it's some rather bone-chilling things that this individual did to come to power. Things that just absolutely terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. So, now we'll move on to the next one. Now, 
along some of the same time that some of this was going on in that country, another country had something else going on. This is around the 1930s that this one happened. Um, the way these came to power was in the 1930s, um, this party or group or political, um, I don't know exactly how to explain this without giving it away, but this group of people gained 107 seats in their government. In 1932, had 230. So then they became the largest group in their government uh, led parties. And the only way that the previous administration that had control could continue to go through their control is by an emergency decree because they could no longer keep the majority to get things done. Uh, political and economic instability, coupled with voter dis dissatisfaction, yeah, dis dissatisfaction with a status quo, benefited these individuals. As a result of these people's, these this group of people's support. Uh, the president at the time appointed this individual that we know now as a chancellor in 1933. And he paved the way for a dictatorship that would end up taking over after the president's death in the 1934. During that time, between 30 and 33, there was a economic depression in this country. And it hit the country really, really hard, and millions of people were out of work. Sound familiar? No, it sounds familiar to me. Sounds like uh, pretty much some of the things that have been going on in this country for I'd say the past 10 years except for the past three the past three were pretty good years but then now we've got the scamdemic that's causing this all to back go backwards instead of forwards uh, unemployment and um, everything were very high at this time in this country and they suffered a loss during a war at this time and they blamed the government for the problems that they were having including the war and the economy 
And they're not exactly wrong because some of the things that are happening now here are the same. Um, misery, fear, and a perception of worse times to come. As well as a anger and impatience with the apparent failure of the government to manage a crisis. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? This offered fertile ground for the rise of this individual and his group of people. Now, some of you that know your history pretty well pretty much have already put the puzzle pieces together, especially on this one. I don't even have to say this individual's name, and you already know who I'm talking about. Um, this person was a powerful and spellbinding person. Um, had a very easy time because he knew how to tap into the anger and helplessness felt by a large number of voters. Sound familiar? These people were all in very desperate, desperate They desperately want to change in their government. Desperately. So, this group of people that helped this individual we're speaking about um, decided to um, do a propaganda campaign promising that they would pull this country out of a depression. They pledged to uh, restore the cultures and values of their country, reverse provisions, and turn back the perceived threat of a certain communist uprising. Promised to put the people back to work and restore the country to its rightful position. Now, I know some of the people that listen to this are going to hear that and think, well, didn't Donald Trump say this? Yeah, yeah, he did. But it's not Donald Trump you got to worry about. But I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Let me keep going. So, the propaganda was highly successful in directing the population's anger and fear against a certain group of people. And against 
it says against Marxists and the communist socialist Democrats. And anyone who was against this group of people were held responsible for signing both Well, I'm trying to get uh, give you too much information here for you not to have to dig on your own. So I got to kind of be careful of how I say things. That's why I keep pausing this and starting it back up. Now, this individual and his group were very good at speeches, and they would carefully articulate their speeches for each audience that they had to speak in front of. For example, when speaking to businessmen, they would emphasize the anti-communism and return to colonies lost through treaties. When addressing soldiers and veterans and other groups of interest, they emphasized military buildup and return of other territories lost. When speakers spoke to farmers, they would prop up falling agricultural by prices or uh, prop up falling agricultural prices and once again decided to take the weapons away from the people so that they could not defend themselves took full control over the country and although this individual's reign was a short one, he left a lasting impression on many individuals today. Some people that are still alive today, that were alive then, still bear marks from this individual's rule. So moving on to the next one. I'm going to refer to this one instead of a certain individual, it's going to be a group of individuals. Because I don't really I don't really think that this one had anything to do with one particular person. I think it had more to do with the group than anything else. So this group came into power of its country by once again failing policies and actions used by people in power at the time. All right, I take that back after doing a little more research. I'm now I can see who was who was behind it. So this individual 
single-handedly built up a party, communist party, um, in his native town or city or area. And once again, there's that name, there's that word Marxism. Seems to be a, a trend here with the Marxism, doesn't it? Anyway, this individual believed that the peasants in the country should determine the course of a country's revolution or movement. So, actually, I'm, I'm kind of running short on time, but... I just wanted to give an example of the similarities and the same roads that these communist parties take. And it's it's pretty much all the same across the board, no matter who. It's taking control by use of the people. Playing on the suffering of the people and turning the people against one another and using that as a way to kind of gain a support, if you will, from large groups of people that are easily manipulated. And then once they've gained power and they start moving up the chain and things start taking place, they change policies here and there. One of the main things that they always go after is weapons to keep people from defending themselves. And then once that happens, they have full control they have no oppositions because any of their oppositions obviously won't have a way to defend themselves. And anybody that voices an opinion other than theirs, they see as a threat and they have them either exiled or executed. And it happens the same way in every single instance. Now, some of the examples that I've read, I know a few of you are going to be like, well, that's some of the things that Donald Trump has done. Now, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to deny that, yes, some of those things sound similar to some of the stuff that Donald Trump has done. But the difference is, is the people that support Donald Trump, you can ask any of them, why do you support him? Is there anything that he's done that you do not support? Is there anything he says that you don't like? Is there anything he does that makes you not like, not necessarily not like him, but is there anything that he says that you don't like? And I don't know about 
all Trump supporters, but I know from the Trump supporters that I know, collectively, we pretty much support Donald Trump in most of his stuff. There are some of his policies that he's written in that we're questioning. Does it give us a definite he needs to get out of office vibe? No. No, it doesn't. Do we see some of the pattern actually repeating itself with Donald Trump? There is a similarity there, yes, but it's not what you think it is. Now, on the flip side of that, we look at the Democrats, and even though they're defined on each one of those that you're going to look at, each one of those individuals, leaders that I was looking at, when you go and do your research on it, even though they're defined as right-wing extremists, that doesn't necessarily mean that right-wingers here in the United States are on the same page and we're headed down the same path. Because most of us know all too well the familiarities of these individuals. And we will not let our leaders get into power in such a way. Because I know for a fact that all Trump supporters, all of them, do not, and I mean do not, want to let go of their guns. We will fight you to the death before we allow you to take our Second Amendment rights. And if any government official at any time decides to try to write in a policy against anything that is written in our Constitution that is a right of ours, be it First or Second Amendment, or Third or Fourth, or any of our amendments that step on what our forefathers put in place, we will not stand for it. There will be another revolution. We will come against our government and throw them down and force the government to resign any of those who uphold those policies will be forced to resign. If we can get enough of us to band together. But that is our problem. Is there enough of us to band together? Yes. There is more than enough of us to fully band together to go to the government and throw certain individuals that do not uphold their constitutional oath out of office. We do have enough to do that. The problem is, is you have too many people that are too afraid to do it. Because they're afraid that if they don't succeed, they go to prison. I've got news for you. If enough of us show up to do it, there will be no imprisonment. 
because if they decide to send the National Guard after us, and we do not target the National Guard and exchange fire with the National Guard, and we have someone speak to the National Guard leaders in that area, and give them the reason why we are doing what we're doing, I am almost positive that the leaders of that individual group of National Guard members would probably turn to us and say, you're absolutely right. Go ahead and take care of business. Now, some of the things that are similar to that, that I'm not looking at Trump for, but I'm looking at the Democrats for, let's look at that. What has the Democrats been doing for, oh, I don't know, the past 10, 15 years? They've been sowing the seeds of division with everyone dividing this country by black or white or Hispanic for gay or straight for people that support uh, abortion and don't support abortion Christians against non-Christians they try to separate us in every way shape and form this is why I say Donald Trump is not the one that you have to worry about. Even though some of the things that he has said sound awfully similar to those of the leaders that I spoke of earlier. There's one thing that he's doing that does not match up with any of them. And that is his push for unity and his push for freedom for each of us. Now regardless of what you've heard on CNN, MSNBC, Facebook, or any of the big tech companies, or anything like that, regardless of what you've heard from them or any of the politicians, Donald Trump has not taken away any rights from the LGBTs. He hasn't taken away any rights from the African Americans. He's not taken any rights from the Hispanic community. He is not a white supremacist. Never has been. Was never accused of being as such until he ran for office. Then all of a sudden he's everything that I just said. Why would they blame? Uh, why would they say that he is these things? Well, to turn you against him, to make you hate him. Why would they want you to hate him? Because they're scared of what he's capable of doing. You see, Donald Trump is not a stupid person. There, I don't think that anybody in his family is stupid. I think his whole family has a very high IQ. His sons are very smart, his wife is very smart, his daughter is very smart. They're all very smart individuals. But so is the corrupt people that they're against. 
Now, some of the things that have come out of the Democrats that absolutely lines up with it is, like I said, the division. They're trying to divide us from one another. Donald Trump's been trying to unite us since day one, and they've just ignored it. They don't want unity. Now that we have quote-unquote president-elect Joe Biden, now we have some people that are calling, now can we just uni uh, unify? Can we be united? Why? Why do you want to be united all of a sudden? What happened to the four years that Donald Trump has been in Well, three years that Donald Trump's been in office, and now almost four that he's been in office, that none of y'all could stand any of us. You hated our guts for supporting Donald Trump. You hated Donald Trump for whatever reason you may have. Not a real reason, just because orange man bad, that's all you knew. And if you actually do your research into this, of the things of Donald Trump, you'll find that 99% of what they say about Donald Trump is wrong. And then y'all want to complain that we've took some of the things that Joe Biden has said out of context. Well, that's exactly what they've done with Donald Trump for every bit of his four years in office. They've taken everything he's ever said out of context. But I'm starting to rant, so we're already at 41 minutes here, so I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to transition into the last part of this that's going to be a little piece of information that you need to take and you need to hold and you need to prepare. Now I'm not going to give you this information to try to make you scared. I'm not going to try to give this information to sow seeds of terror into your hearts but I am going to give you this information because I want you to keep your head on a swivel and keep an eye out and make sure that if this does come to pass you are prepared for it I spoke a little bit about it once but I want to go a little bit more in depth on it now <clears throat> So, apparently, these Chinese troops amassing in Canada is not just a rumor. Although I still don't see any solid proof of it, I am hearing about it constantly. But then again, we heard about Russian collusion constantly, and we found out that that was a big fat goose egg. Nothing there. So, regardless of if there are people in Canada right now, Chinese troops in Canada right now, regardless of if they are there or they're not, I say this. Stay prepared. Because if they are, they're only there waiting for an opportunity to strike. And the only thing that has kept other countries from targeting the United States is because we have the largest 
army in the world. Now, when I say the largest army in the world, I'm not talking about the military, though we do have quite a few people, quite a few people in the military. And we have four different branches that separate to specialize in each thing. We have a branch that specializes in mass troop movements. We have a group that specializes in being first to break ground. We have a group that specializes in um, ocean deployment. And we have a group that specializes in aeronautical deployment. Each one of those specialize in their own way to make our United States military one of the toughest to deal with. But that's not what they're afraid of. What these countries are afraid of is they don't want to set foot on American soil to do war because the citizens are armed to the teeth. That's what makes America so dangerous. Because they ask the Chinese leadership, or not the Chinese, the Japanese leadership, after World War II, when they took out Hawaii, they had free and clear, could have gone straight to the United States, to the West Coast, and started invasion there, and we would have been caught completely off guard, and they would have at least made it to the Midwest before we could have assembled enough to fight off the invasion. When they asked the, uh, the Japanese leadership, why didn't you go ahead and capitalize on your surprise attack and make your efforts into the United States itself? He said, because there would be a gun behind every blade of grass. So their fear is a armed American public because they know the American people love their country and will fight tooth and nail to keep it. <clears throat> Though with the things that have been going on now, I have to say, those of you who hold your Second Amendment dear to you, make sure that you're prepared. Those of you who love your country, that are willing to fight for it, that can't afford the weapons and, and ammo to fight for your country in case something happens, you know an individual pretty close to you that if something goes down, you can go to them and they have plenty of ammo and guns for you to use to help fight. So all I'm saying is keep your eyes open. Watch closely. Because I think what these Chinese troops are waiting for is they're waiting for 
for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris to come in to sign executive orders to abolish the Second Amendment and to have the government start going door to door and taking the firearms from the people. And once that happens, we have no way to defend ourselves anymore against one, a tyrannical government, and two, against an invading force. That's what I am afraid of. And let's face it, Joe Biden's already said that he wants to get rid of our guns. He already said he wants to put Beto O'Rourke in, into office with him to help spearhead the um, gun control. Now me, I tend to lead more libertarian than others, so I don't think we should be can uh, have any type of gun control at all. I don't think they should dictate to us what kinds of weapons we can and cannot have. I think it should solely be up to us what we buy, what we decide. But apparently these Chinese troops are amassing in Vancouver. Any of y'all know where Vancouver is? That's on the west side, the west coast. And there's also rumors that they're in Mexico as well, closest to California. Notice what side of the United States they decide to go after. They don't decide to try to go after the Midwest. They damn sure don't want to go after the South. They go after the side that has the least amount of weapons they have to deal with. And I'm 100% certain that if Joe Biden gets in, that the only thing they're waiting for is for the disarmament of the American people. And those Chinese troops are just going to walk right in and take it as they want, as they want it. Because let's face it, America owes China a lot of money. A lot of money. We are in debt to China by a lot. So they want to capitalize on what they're owed. But anyway, I have gone way over on my time tonight. Way, way over. So I'm going to end it right here. And I'm going to say once again, do your research. Don't take anything I say for granted, because I may be wrong, and if I am, so be it. Correct me. I don't have a problem with finding out that I'm wrong, but you need the proof that I'm wrong. So, I end every time by saying the same thing. Stay safe. Keep your family safe. Pray, and God bless America. Have a good one, everybody. I'll see you on the next one.
made it, I'm afraid they gon' kill me for this Probably put me in my grave for the lyrics I spit Been exposing the truth and all the secrets they covering If I die, it was big pharma or government Been putting too much truth in my songs They gon' stage a suicide and say I chose to move on Probably cutting my brakes so when I tour too long I'll die in a crash, say I was driving and drunk Look, the Illuminati real They're trying to make you dumb, trying to numb you out with pills Trying to make you broke, trying to tell you it's a deal Processing your food so now none of it is real You eating super good but you still be getting ill You working super hard but you still can't pay the bills Silencing the visionaries, revising the dictionaries Now you just can't find the right words to say and express how you feel Target on my back, I think they're coming for my head I know I recognize that man, I bet they wanna see me dead They're gonna kill me I leave my room They're gonna kill me If I go too soon You should know Said they would kill me I admit me. it, I'm afraid they gon' murder me Wouldn't be a problem if nobody ever heard of me But I'm famous, so they'll probably try erasing me with urgency Infect me with a sickness and deny me any surgery Stop me from exposing all the medicine and currency And terrorism always been controlling us so perfectly I'm telling you with certainty, they say it's for security They monitor our lives like we live in Nazi Germany They wanna microchip all the people, you don't believe it Your fingerprint unlocking your phone, oh how convenient They trick you to believe in all the angels and demons And say you'll go to hell if you ever go disappoint Jesus I got a backbone and a platform and a tap phone Never asked for it to be that known Take my passport to my dad Use the back door to escape this place It's the Truman Show Target on my back I think they're coming for my head I know I recognize that then I bet they wanna see me dead They're gonna kill me If I leave my room They're gonna kill me If I go too soon You should know Said they would kill I admit it, me. I'm afraid I'll disappear They won't issue me a ticket for a minor misdemeanor They gon' try to lock me up before the moment while I'm here Just let me take a minute to make sure you see it clear Cancer has a cure, they killed Biggie and Pop One thing I know for sure, 9-11 was an inside job They stamp dollar bills, within God we trust While a single dollar bill, the only thing we got I think they probably think they got us fooled Distort the information and curriculums at school They ain't making you a scholar, man, they're making you a fool They're making you a felon if you choose to break the rules They designed a game with a million ways to lose Not a single way to win Only option you can choose is to play it with a grin Or you play it feeling blue Either way the wheels spin You won't ever make a move They gon' kill me for this Target on my back I think they're coming for my head I know I recognize that then I bet they wanna see me dead They're gonna kill me If I leave my room They're gonna kill me If I go too soon You should know Said they would kill me walked in the house, did, did you leave the door open by chance? I don't know, the door was open. No, I just walked up and the door was like open a crack. Yo, fuck, they're in the house! Babe, they're in the house! Target on my back, I think they're coming for my head. I know I recognize that man, I bet they wanna see me dead. They're gonna kill me if I leave my room. They're gonna kill me. If I go too soon, you should know, said they would kill me.